Hey everyone, welcome to me and E's second episode of Gamerish Countdown. And on today's countdown, we're going to be talking about our top 10 games that we wish or what we think will make great movies. Now, I want to say it's not a complete top 10. We're not going, we don't do the traditional 10 to 1. We each pick our top five and then we compare so you might see one where we have the same thing on our list but don't worry you know it just means that that game is just that damn great so number five for top top 10 games that we think could be made into movies what's your number five i'm going first okay um all right my number five is a game called internal darkness uh the, the other title of it, like Insanity's Requiem. It is a game from Nintendo GameCube. You know this game. Yes, I do. So, I love this game. I, I mean, it needs a sequel, it needs a remaster, it needs everything. It needs more like people talking about it, which is what we're doing now. Um, so, for those who don't know, because it is kind of a, a obscure title at this point. Um, it's, it's hard to explain. A woman inherits a house from her uncle, and she finds this book that's very similar to the Book of the Dead, uh, which is made in skin and bones. And it's just this large story that spans different time. And you, every time she reads a chapter from the book, which is sort of like a diary, you play as the character in that chapter. So it's multiple characters. But what really makes the game uh, original and different is, you know, you use spells in the game, but there's also what's called an insanity or sanity uh, bar. And every time you see my, what? Feature. That's a, like its most famous feature in the game. Right. Um, I will say that the, the story is based on H.P. Lovecraft uh, stories. And if you don't know who that is, he's a horror writer. And he wrote about monsters. He basically wrote about monsters, like freakish monsters. And so that draws a lot of uh, influence into the game. So, you, so there's a lot of monsters. And every time a character sees a monster their sanity level goes down. And what's interesting about the game is all the different characters have different sizes of their bars. Some may have larger health bars, some may have smaller sanity bars, depending on who they are and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So like an adventure game. (laughs) Right. So when the bar gets low, things start to happen to the game. So the game basically... Uh, tricks you into things uh, like, for instance, making you think the game rebooted, uh, goes to the main uh, screen, or your character will enter a room and the entire room is upside down. Now, my idea for the movie is that obviously you can't have a sanity bar. So every character who sees these monsters just automatically starts to freak out. So the movie does these tricks to you. Like maybe a trailer will play 
or it will go back to one of the, you know, like when it introduces a production um, studio, like maybe it will show, uh, you know, a clip of or the universal sign. Twist. The ending, the ending could be a big twist that we didn't see coming because we forgot that we were going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, something like that. I, I just think the story is rich enough and you have all these different characters and it's very um, captivating. And, you know, it's also a horror game. So you, you introduce a lot of the monsters. Uh, but if you put in the, the real draw is the sanity. So you could definitely fuck with the audience by making them think they're going crazy, which is exactly what the game did. So, yeah, I think that would really work. All right. Uh, honestly, I think I've told you this before, but I'm one of those few people that never got to play that game. But, you, you know, know it. Yeah, I know it because it was so popular when it came out, even though it hasn't warranted a, a remaster yet. But I'm pretty sure we're going to get a remaster sooner or later. If um, only if only Nusha could get one, then I'm right. pretty sure that I agree to get one. But uh, yeah, that, that that's a pretty good one. I would like to see that movie. Especially I, since I don't want to play the game. One more thing I just want to say. Another thing that made the game infamous uh, was that, and spoiler alert, Sometimes the characters you played at the end of the chapters, they died. And a lot of people didn't expect that because especially at the time, heroes or, or characters that you were playing wouldn't just die. And they died, like, surprisingly. So even if you put that in the movie, I think that was still captured the same surprise that the, the video game did. And we don't see movies like that, you know, where the, the main character or the hero abruptly dies. You know, shake it up. Yeah. All right. Very few. Very few. So my number five, um, coming on, I was, I had a lot of uh, tough time. I told you I had a tough time with this yeah. list too. I want you guys to know it took me and E like three weeks to finally get our yeah. list together because of how hard it is to choose with all the multitudes of games that there are out there. But for my number five, I was surprised by it. But for some reason, I feel like if it was done right, but not in our time. I feel like this should have This would come out in like the '80s or early '90s. Would have been Duke Nukem. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and this came out in the early '90s or the late '80s. It would have been a cult classic in this day and age. It's gonna be something you and your friends just toss on. We're just like, yo, we need a classic movie that had a lot of gun shooting. You know, like your Terminator, just with Duke Nukem. And fucking pigs, aliens running around the fucking place. So um, I don't know who would play. I remember when they were going to make one, they were talking about making John Cena um, Duke Nukem. But that never panned out. I don't know if that's still in production or not. But, um, yeah, I think Duke Nukem, with what we know, if you could get the right person to play as someone that we know is funny, not yeah. a comedian, not a straight-up action star, has someone who knows how to how to play in between someone like Ryan Reynolds, who could be serious and funny at the same fucking time, you know, and knows how to how to be in action movies too at, um, at that. But Ryan Reynolds doesn't really have the the body build, I feel, as Duke. So I think they would yeah. have to probably use a wrestler or something or maybe like someone off the street that body builds, but 
has that look and and they find could be really funny. I don't know who they could really get. You have any suggestions for who could play? No, I don't now would you because I can see this going in the B movie uh route route. Yeah, it would that's why I say it would be a cult classic. It'll yeah. be something that didn't win a lot of awards or none at all, but because of those of us who hold Duke near to our hearts, we would continue to watch it. Now, so you would have to get somebody who would who would be hammy, someone who would play it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of hard I, to find an actor. I agree, though. You'd have to get someone like a wrestler. Mm-hmm. More likely. All right, so that's it. What's your number four? Okay, uh, let number four, okay, is a Fallout game. However, it's Fallout New Vegas. Vegas, I was going to say, it can't be just any Fallout no, games. because in most of the Fallout games don't really have that much of a cohesive story because it's, it's difficult to do a movie based on an open world game. Because, you know, in the game, you just have so many choices and you do whatever you want and you can't do that in a movie. So New Vegas really does have a story. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're the courier and you, you, have the, uh, you have amnesia and you're trying to figure out what you were doing before you got shot. And I was also thinking Fallout has a tendency of giving you the option, you know, excuse me, to end the game in different ways. You could join Group A or join Group B or join Group C. So I was thinking, you know how um, Netflix did that Black Mirror movie? Which I still need to watch. Right, where you have to choose your own, you know, basically choose your own adventure. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking if you do New Vegas on Netflix and then at the end of it, you have the choice to decide which group the courier decides to align himself with, just like you do in the uh, game. So you would have multiple endings, and uh, I really think it would keep the movie fresh. And like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of good characters, and there's a lot of uh, meaningful. Hold um, on, to that point, like, can you picture that in the future, movie theaters having a a, a A or B button, and we get to interact with our fucking movie? I don't know. The- Counts, you know, whoever, whatever the majority wants to do, we all do in the movie. Well, I don't know if you could do that in the theater. I think that's why it works best in Netflix because it's an individual thing. You don't have to worry about anyone else, you know, like you said, doing like a percentage thing. Um, but I think that's the future. I think that is the future of Choose Your Own Adventure. But I think it works depending on the story. I definitely think it would work on a new Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. Yeah, that's it. All right. So my number four is the Devil May Cry series. Mm. Um, we already know Devil May Cry is flashy, a lot of action going on. It already had an anime, and the anime was pretty fucking dope. Um, the games look good on pretty much interesting characters with Dante, Nero, on um, whatever that girl's name is, and they even introduced a newer character in Devil May Cry 5, which just recently came out, and no, I have not played it yet. And those who've listened to earlier pods, Devil May Cry is a series that I 
couldn't really get through because all I really want to do is see the cutscenes, but you guys keep limiting my playthrough by telling me I have to stop in this square and keep fighting enemies until this magic door opens. And I guess in the lore, you it, it, it makes sense. But for for me, uh, I need no. I need to be able to freely move. But um, anyway, that's besides the point. Is it's it's a good game. Like the story is great, and if I could cut through having to play the game and see the exact same story that's played out through all those video games, I would gladly sit down for three hours in the theater and watch that happen. And it has to be gruesome, rated R, no bullshit, no PG-13 crap. But yeah, definitely Devil May Cry I feel would make a great movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think most of these movies would have to be R- Mm-hmm. Definitely All Duke right. Nukem. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That would have to be like non-rated. Um, number three, I, I like you said before, I had a difficult time. What movies? Uh, I picked the sequel. I picked Far Cry Three. Far Cry Three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't see a movie being made out of Far Cry Three. Okay, now here's the thing. A little, a little story. There already was a movie for Far Cry. It was made up years ago by a director named Yui Bull. And Yui Bull is for doing conversation movies that are like really shitty. He did Dead, he did uh, Blood Rain, he did others. I mean, he's really known for being a shitty director. Uh, but some people. Do doing like B-movies and stuff, whatever. The point is, already, a lot of people didn't like it because it wasn't anything close to the video games. Which I they think, never Right. Uh, three, because three started to tell more of a story and also the fact that uh, Voss is like one of the best video game villains. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Oh. And you said Far Cry 3. I thought you said Fallout 3. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, Far Cry 3. Hell yeah. Voss is yeah. the greatest villain ever yeah. put into video game history. I knew you would agree because I've, we've had this conversation before about how much we love Voss. And we're both disappointed that he was the main villain. Mm-hmm. So I put that out. But you can get an actor who played him. Exactly. Exactly like him. He looks like him, and he's a creepy looking guy on his own. Yeah, and he did do those YouTube videos for those who need to see what he looked like. He did do some YouTube videos. He he was in um, Better Call Saul, at least the first season, and I remember. Thinking, oh, yeah. oh my God, that's Voss. He looks creepier in person, you know, in real life. Um, and also, if you wanted. You could do the same thing like I suggested for Fallout, or you could have choose your own adventure thing because Far Cry always makes you choose. Uh, yeah, you could, at the pivot. You could do it. You didn't have to do it. You don't have to rely on it. I would really just make Voss like a big thing because he's a great villain. But it, it's a decent story. So I think it would work. Yeah. I can't, yeah, and they could really flesh out the, well, then again, now, the character that we play actually had 
a broader story than what we're used to playing right. in Far Cry. The young characters we played with didn't really have a backstory. And this one, our character came there with his friends, right. uh, a little vacation. Yeah, this is like one of the few characters you play with in Far Cry that actually has a backstory. Right. So he, it could work. He has an arc. So, like, it, it starts off as these, like, privileged, white, rich kids. And he basically, he literally has to fight for his life. And he has to fight for his friend's life. And it's scary. And it forces this kid to grow up. He has to grow up or he'll die. His friends will die. And I think he learns a lot about himself. He grows and he cheers. And that's the part of the... the the end of it, it's either you go back to your old life or you like, you change. You're different. You're not the same you were when you first came to the island. You're not like you. You're more than that. So do you continue on that path or you go back to where you went? And it's, that's what I'm saying. You play on that. You also play and the locale is going to be fucking beautiful. So... Yeah, I can't argue with that one. So now, me, my number three is The Evil Within. Oh, for a scary. The Evil Within is so scary that I never finished them. Uh, The Evil Within is so scary. The Evil Within one, I at least made it 50% through the game before I think something came out and I stopped playing. And I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. I just watched all the cutscenes on YouTube. But the Evil Within 2 was like so creepy to me that I probably only played the first 30 minutes and then I pushed out. <laughs> you know, I fucked one of those games that made me push out. Um and and that was just cause I was fucking playing in a room and I'm just like, yo, there's too many dark rooms to go through. And I don't know. This guy had this psychological thing going on or inside this machine, you know, and I don't know if, if, if this is going to work for me right now. So, uh, yeah, so I feel like putting the evil within, if capture capture same creepiness that the video games immerses us in, then, yeah, fucking give us that movie, you know, and just don't fuck it up. Stay to the story. Don't do what you did to Resident Evil and turn it into some action flick. Like, it has to keep its, its, its scariness, you know? Like, even though the Silent Hill movie was bullshit, um, at least it, I made, it didn't feel like it wasn't Silent Hill when I was watching it, you know? But Evil Within, great movie. I think it would be a great movie. Great game, it would be a great movie. And even though I didn't finish it, doesn't mean it wasn't great, you know? <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I don't know, disagree is a, is a harsh word, but I, game, so, would probably, I mean, I could see it being a, a movie, but you're right about, anything. I think the point of this is that you have to stay with the, the game, uh, at least mm-hmm. mostly, because that's the problem with most video games is stay, uh, true to the to the to the game. Do you have a, a horror game that you will replace the evil within um, with? List. So. Oh, okay. So is that happened to be? Well, I've already given one horror game, and I'm about to give 
at least two others. So I don't. Know. All right. You could go. Oh, hold on. You're cutting up a little bit right now. I'm not hearing you too well. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you better now. I was just saying, I'm just making it into movie. All right. So, what's your number okay. two then? Now, this one, like you said, it took us a while to come up with this list, and I couldn't this game for the longest time. All of a sudden, it just popped up in my number two, The Last of Us. Well, oh shit! All right, well that's my number two as well. You know you can't like bring up great movie games without picking The Last of Us. You know it just had to be on it. I was like the the one first thing that popped into my head. You know, but yeah, you go ahead with your. Well, I mean, you were saying you. about you were saying about Devil May Cry, like watching the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. You can do that with this game. Like, you don't even have to play the game. Like, if you go on YouTube and just watch all the cutscenes, like, that's more, that's just as entertaining as playing the game. It is a beautiful game and it is gut wrenching. I mean, not even, like, everyone talks about the first, whatever, 20 minutes. You hit the game at the saddest moment in the Yeah. It's like, yo, you don't cry right at the beginning of the yeah. game. The game makes you cry. It is. You know, like, it's... But I think the mm. ending is just as fucking emotional as the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like, the things that these people make are, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's a fucked up stuff. It's been remastered like three times already in like two years, man. There's nothing that, that, you can't spoil that. If you haven't played The Last of Us by now, then you're not a fucking gamer. All right, all right. So, and, you know, not only does Joel lie to her, they were going to fucking just cut her open and use her. And then she didn't even fucking know. She was just, oh, Ellie was just so willing to, like, be a part of this cause. It's like, oh, I'll do whatever I can to, to um Little did she know, murder, and like that's so fucked up. And then when he comes to the um, parking lot at the end and he sees what's her name, he just fucking murders her because way he's gonna let his second daughter die. You know. Yep. And it's just it's so fucked up. And then at the end, you know, lies right. I mean, even like in the middle of the game, be captured by those, and he's gonna fucking rape her. And it's just so fucked up. And you know, the scene where he, he Ellie's with that guy, and the guy tells her a story, explaining, describing Joel and Ellie, and it's yeah, it's like what the fuck. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. that's why it needs to be made. Story. I know people have talked about the gameplay, gameplay's not great, blah blah blah. Suck a day because this fucking game story is so captivating and it, it needs to be turned into a movie. But it needs 
into a movie safely. Like you said, yeah. yeah, none of this. Oh, this is what the audience would want. Like, no, the audience is the people that play the fucking game, and we want to see what we played yeah. basically without having to play. But one thing that captivates us with The Last of Us is that it's basically a story of what we as human beings become when we're left with nothing, you know, when when technology is gone and we have to get back to our primitive states. What would we become? Because if we lose everything we have now, we would really find out who we really are as people. You know, because we are so distracted by the phones and the, the games, the TVs, our jobs. Uh, but what if we had none of that stuff to distract us? What if we had no jobs? What if we had no technology? What if we had to go back to primitive times and, you know, help each other out? But how much people actually help each other out? You lose something, it's now survival of the fittest. You know, like, I'm going to kill you because I need that more than you need it, in my point of view. You know, so it's just like The Last of Us is one of those things. You just not only are you getting to deal with this threat of the the infected, you're dealing with the threat of other humans and us going back to our primal states and the decisions that people would make because as much as people would be like in this day and it, oh my God, this is disgusting, disgusting shit. But look at the disgusting shit that we do as human beings it, in the light, the right. day that we have now, in the time of days, you got priests raping kids, your favorite stars pissing on girls, and, <laughs> and, and shit like that. And um, and so then you 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 go back to this time, and you like because people don't ever want to believe what we really are. We're animals at heart, you know. But and I think this would be like the perfect movie to not only shock you and keep you scared because you never know when a clicker is gonna come out of nowhere. But you also never know when instead of a clicker, a human could be more just as dangerous as a clicker ever was. Yes. And and there's two things. What what you said is true. Uh, Dead kind of tries to do that or has tried to do that. What you would be like at that point. But there's two things. I don't know if you could do this in a sequel. I'd like to know more about the infection itself because I don't feel like it's really explained sports do to people. And we'll get a prequel game for that shit right. in like 20 years. If you the character lines, like you cut these people's faces, like their face split open, and it's just these like mushrooms, uh, fungi are growing face. Really like to know. Give me how it. Tell me what. Like that, just a little explanation. And the second one to say was, it shows us what humanity would. Be. One of the things that Last of Us does that movies don't is they're supposed to be thirteen years. They've been around for thirteen. One of my favorite is uh, Ellie C. The Ice Cream Shop. She doesn't know that. So time has passed. In a world that 
barely anything happened. So Joel has to explain to her what an ice cream is. She doesn't believe it. Like she genuinely doesn't believe it. It's just a, a great scene and a, a real impact of what this world is like. Yeah. Growing where they don't even know what fucking ice cream truck is. It's crazy. Yep, it's, it's an insane concept. But I guess um, with all that said, uh, I guess I'll do my number one first then since we're both matched on that number two. And I think you already know what my number one is going to be. And my number one is practically a movie on its own. Even if you play through it, you're probably going to watch more movie cutscenes than you are going to play the game. And it is, of course, the Metal Gear oh, franchise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, my number one is Metal Gear. And I'm going to tell you my close other number one was going to be Shenmue and Shenmue 2. But, uh, you know, but other than that, I'm sticking to Metal Gear because it's more well known. This is espionage action, has all the greatest characters. Like, there's no franchise out there. Well, very few, I should say. I'm not going to say no, but very few franchises where you can remember all the villains from every single video game because they were all memorable in their own way. And sometimes their names pop up out of nowhere because there's more of a lore to them than that just that one thing they were used for in each game. And, you know, like, you have all these people like Otacon and Solid Snake and Liquid Snake and Solidus Snake and Raiden, who everyone hated at first but became this great hero. He even gets his spinoff, which would look like a great movie itself, with Revengeance and Metal Gear, man. It's, like I said, it's a movie already. Everybody listening to this, I'm sure, played... If not all of them, one Metal Gear game. And yes, you either very much love it or you were turned off by it because of how much cutscenes you had to watch. Cause I know there's a lot of you out there that can't sit through a fucking cutscene for more than two minutes. You know, you got to keep pressing start and miss the cutscene to just play the damn game and then wonder why you finished it so fast. You know, but anyway, it, yes, Metal Gear. I, I, I'm. I fucking put this shit on the highest rank on every podcast that we do. So I don't think I have much else to say <laughs> about it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think there was a moment when I said that you're going to pick this. You would just do the whole I mean, this would be a film franchise. Yeah, this would be a franchise because you can't fit all of those, no. everything in Metal Gear into one no. fucking movie. Right. So how many movies have you been? Um, I would think because, of course, they're going to try and condense things. I think it would get no more than three movies, okay. you know, and then then they'll if it makes a lot of money, Revengeance with Raiden would get its movie um, on its own or they'll try and make a spinoff with some other character from the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a story about how Ocelot became who he was then, who he was before everything, you know. Or some freaking stories about the original big boss and all that shit. You know, so, you know, there's a lot they could do with Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's um, is a, a game, excuse me, the game that I mention a lot also. Uh, I happen to come up a lot in my mouth. 
Hold on, wait. Repeat that. I think you broke up All a right. little. Did I mention this? That's the. Oh, Dead Space. Oh, yes. We, me and Demir actually just spoke about you to play in Dead Space in the last pod we did. Um, it's a great horror game. I think you can, I mean, so the thing is, it's like what you about. At least three, well, at most three movies, you really need to. You could two movies. Um, I mean, you you talk about horror game. This would be my horror. It's a great blend of horror and sci-fi. Uh, also, you would have to do the aliens' um, practical effects. They couldn't be CGI because they're just going to look really shitty if they're just all CGI. It would have to be like yeah. like, um, like the movie The Thing or Alien, which is the two games, oh, I love yeah, the two movies that they took from basically. Um, but yeah, it would, it would have to be mostly, at least mostly practical effects. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I think it has a lot of scares. It's a great story. Um, I, I mean, I've said so much about these games, how much I love these games. I can say, I think you would only do the two. The third one, you could probably take elements from the third one and maybe jam them into one of the other ones. But we've said before, they, they turned that game into an action-adventure game. Um, yeah, but um, but it's yeah, it's I mean, there's a lot, there's like zealots and aliens and all this crazy shit. It's a great game, and I think it would make a really good horror, at least two movies or maybe even a trilogy. So yeah, yeah, I can't argue with Dead Space. Dead Space would definitely make a great horror movie. I know the games used to scare the shit out of me. Yes. Um, me and Eric used to be able to play with each other in part three. I would barely ever touch my Dead Space games. Um, I, I finished part two, I believe. I was too scared to go through one. I didn't feel, I actually felt helpless in part one. Um, part two, I felt a little more powerful. So yeah. it was easier for me to go through it. I think I would admit, I think I cheated. I think I found some way to cheat through that game. Either unlimited ammo or unlimited health, something I had in that game that let me go through it. So I felt more powerful. The more powerful I felt, the less scary the game was for me. And I guess that's where Dead Space 3 came in, where I said it no longer became a scary game because we were playing it co op. And when you're playing with someone else, it's like, hey, let him walk through that yeah. fucking door first and then see what happens to him. And, and then I'll come into the rescue, you know? So, yeah, I can see Dead Space being good. Um, If I guess if they do do part three, then they do have, they can still make it scary because now we're just watching it. We're not playing right. it. Yeah. So, horror, game, horror movies have multiple characters all the damn time. But uh, so yeah, that's space. I, I can't argue with that. But the problem is, is that if you did do three, you would have to change it because one and two had a lot of great uh, jump scares, and um, yeah, there was a lot of just feeling of just like isolation and anything can come around the corner at any time. And two definitely introduced a lot of different uh, more creatures, but three just was kind of stale, and I think you definitely have to change a lot. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely right. Well, yes. Well, guys, those are our top ten games that we like to see come into movies. 
Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook and add to our conversations that we have on there with our little community, we are Gamerish, G-A-M-E-R-I-S-H. If you want to send us an email, you got any countdowns you would like us to do, you could either post it on that page or you could hit us up on our email at Gamerish537 at gmail.com. Again, it's Gamerish537 at gmail.com. We're working on an Instagram page that should be coming soon. But if you want to follow my personal profile, it's Proud Gamer Daddy 537. It's a public profile. You could just follow and be added right away. I will follow back. And for E, uh, he does comic book stuff too. For those who are first time listeners, you can follow him at Fan Fanboy CB Reviews on Instagram. If I'm wrong, yep. All right. And then, so yeah, guys. So thank you for listening. Um, we will bring you more content soon. Um, we got all the other stuff. Check out all our other podcasts. Support, share, like it if you can. Uh, leave great comments. Um, you know, if you can even rate us five out of five stars, or you put anything less than five, I'll consider you a hater. Um, and <laughs> so yeah. So E, thanks for joining me. No um. Until next time, guys, enjoy those fucking games while you still can. Later. (laughs)